Hello again, this is attorney Sean McLaughlin, and I'd like to welcome you to Law for Life, a program designed to provide useful information about the law as it relates to real-life situations and from a Christian or biblical perspective as appropriate. Law for Life is sponsored by Trinity Law, a local law firm available at 1-866-464-5297 or online at yourlawfirmforlife.com. This is attorney Sean McLaughlin. On today's program, I want to begin a two-part series regarding an important and exciting topic for both churches and nonprofit organizations. The topic is common pitfalls to avoid, which, if not avoided, may result in the organization's tax-exempt status being placed in jeopardy. Today, I want to discuss conflict of interests, and next time I will discuss unrelated business income, sometimes referred to as UBI. So, let's begin with conflicts of interest. In terms of avoiding a conflict of interest, the first step maybe seems quite obvious is to determine what exactly is a conflict of interest. Well, generally speaking, a conflict of interest occurs when a transaction that a church or nonprofit organization enters into benefits the private interest of an individual officer or director of the organization rather than the organization as a whole. In other words, suppose a church needs a parking lot paved and also suppose that a member of the board on the church owns a construction company which paves asphalt. If the church would simply give the contract to pave the driveway to this particular board member without soliciting outside bids, for example, and without the board member abstaining from the debate and vote on this particular issue, this could be an example of a conflict of interest, as the transaction tends to benefit the private interest of that board member who owns a construction company rather than the organization as a whole, or the church in my example. Now, another important point to note about conflicts of interest is that they generally must result in substantial benefits rather than merely incidental benefits. In other words, a benefit to a private interest, if de minimis, which means it's very small, will likely not result in tax-exempt status being placed in jeopardy, whereas a larger benefit may be more perilous. Thus, a tax-exempt organization should tread most carefully if there is a large private benefit resulting from a particular transaction. So, now that we've defined conflicts of interest, let's briefly discuss how to avoid a conflict of interest. And perhaps the best way to avoid conflicts of interest is to adopt a conflict of interest policy at your church or organization. This is something you might want to put together and perhaps have a lawyer look at before you finally adopt it for your organization. You know, the IRS has a simple conflict of interest policy available on its own website, the adoption of which is generally required to obtain tax-exempt status. There are a few good points about conflict of interest policies that those things address. The first is the duty of disclosure. In other words, the requirement that a board member or officer must make others in the organization aware if a conflict of interest is present. The second concerns how to determine whether a conflict of interest exists, meaning what procedural safeguards and measures should be put into place to discover conflicts when they are not readily apparent. Now, the third point a conflict of interest policy must address is how the conflict will be handled when it, in fact, arises. In other words, this part of the policy will explain what steps a party with a conflict of interest should take when one arises, and how the other board members and officials in the organization should handle such a conflict of interest. Finally, 
a conflict of interest policy should address what steps should be taken if the policy is violated. In other words, what remedial measures can be taken to limit the damage and hopefully pacify the IRS should the policy be violated. Now, having such a policy in place will help protect the organization should a conflict of interest ultimately arrive. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Join us next time when I will discuss another common pitfall for tax-exempt organizations concerning unrelated business income, or UBI. We want to remind the audience that nothing said on this Law for Life program is intended as legal advice, as each person's situation is different. If you have a legal need, please see an attorney. You can freely listen to today's program or any past program or series on our website, yourlawfirmforlife.com. That's yourlawfirmforlife.com. Just click the Resources tab. Inquiries about the program can also be directed to the local law offices of Trinity Law, toll-free 1-866-464-LAWS. That's 1-866-464-LAWS.